0: ushers, you may let those who are waiting in show them to a proper seating in line with our protocols. My sisters and brothers, as we prepare to celebrate the life, the light, the love, and the legacy of Sister Linda Calhoun, the pain, the grief that these sons are experiencing and that may permeate throughout the rest of the family, we give you permission to grieve, and God is not dismayed nor disappointed in your tears. God does not get bent out of shape because of your grief. And yet, we know that the Lord has allowed for this moment to come to pass. We want to do all that we can in this worshipful experience to provide the family with the uplift, the compassion, and the encouragement that is so necessary. We're getting ready to start the Worship Homegoing Celebration for Sister Linda Calhoun. And can I dare say that when you know who Jesus Christ is in the pardon of your sin, death is not the end. Let me say that again. Death is not the end, but merely a transition from life temporal to life eternal. So, grieve as you must. Grieve as you must. Grieve as you must. We're going to ask that you would do us one favor um, as we prepare to engage in this homegoing celebration. Um, we're still in a pandemic. We're still in a pandemic. And the Delta variant is very real. We're asking that while you remain in the sanctuary, please, ma'am, please, sir. Keep your mask on and above your nose. We're also asking that if you would practice social distancing. So if you're not from the same household, try to create space of at least three to six feet apart. um, Because we don't know who has what as far as COVID-19 is concerned. Uh, If you would uh, help us as far as those adherence to policy, our protocols, we would greatly, greatly Appreciate it. If you see someone that may not have his or her mask on, encourage them to keep it up um, because this pandemic is real. Amen. Amen. Um, My Minister of Christian Education, Reverend Brenda Richardson, is going to come give us our call to worship and she's going to do the invocation. We will have an opening song by Elder Wesley and uh, Nedra. Is that right? Nedra? Nedra Hendricks. And then Sister Nidra Hendricks is going to read the Old Testament lesson of 23rd Psalm and the New Testament lesson of 1 Corinthians 15, uh, 51 through 58. And then uh, Tamara Bellamy, if you're here. Okay, where is she? All right. I need you to do me a favor, dear. If you would, come down a little bit closer so you wouldn't have to move as far Um Yeah, that'll be fine. Sit her where where she can be seated so you can lead us in the prayer of comfort and we'll have a mic ready for you. Uh, Reverend Richardson is going to help lead me as far as these moments of worship is concerned and she'll come and give further direction after that. Uh, And after the prayer of comfort, uh, Elder Wesley and Sister Hendricks will uh, give us a musical selection and then... Uh, Reverend Richardson will come and continue to lead us as far as your tributes are concerned.
1: Sweet family and friends, this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Even in this sadness, you know what? We're gonna rejoice for a life well lived. We're gonna rejoice for a mother, amen. We're gonna rejoice for a grandmother, amen. We're gonna rejoice for an auntie. We have so much to be thankful for because our dear sister led a good life. So we're gonna rejoice and we're even gonna thank the Lord that you know what, we can come here today and socialize and be with this friends and family and let these brothers know that what I got you. Don't worry about a thing, amen? Don't worry about a thing, I got you. You go ahead on and cry, it's okay, but we're gonna rejoice even in those tears because this is a great day. She has done something so very well that we're all gonna have to do And I thank you all for being here on behalf of the family. Let's go ahead on and worship a good, good God. Amen. Put your hands together. We can give him praise. Even in this situation, we can give a good God praise. Now, Lord, we thank you for this day. We pray, God, that you will come. Holy Spirit, we need you now like we never needed you before. Come and saturate every pew. Touch every friend and family. Touch every son, God, in a mighty, mighty way. God, we thank you that everything that we do will be done in honor of this great mother of this great woman. So God, we celebrate her now. We celebrate her life. We pray that you would just continue to bless this family as only you can. We thank you for this worship opportunity, God, because when it's all said and done, it's all about you. And we thank you, God, for this day. We thank you for this moment, and we thank you for this celebration. And it is in your name that we do pray. Can you give give me an amen? Join me. Join me with an amen. We're going to have our opening song. You can remain seated when we all get to heaven.
2: above
3: Be reading Psalms 23 from the New King New King James Version. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. I will be reading first Corinthians 15 chapter 15 verses 51 through 58 behold I tell you a mystery we shall not all sleep but we shall all be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye at the last trumpet for the trumpet will sound and the dead will be raised incorporable and we shall be changed for this corruptible must be put on must put on incorruption and this mortal must be must put on immortality so when the corruptible has put on incorruption and this mortal has put on immortality then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written Death is swallowed up in victory. Oh, death, where is your sting? O oh, Hades, where is your victory? The sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Amen.
4: Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you as humble as we know how, Lord. Coming to you, Lord, asking you that you touch the family, my family, Lord. Lord, I ask you that you touch these sons who are grieving for their mother, but let them have comfort in knowing that she loved them from the very depth of her soul That she loved her grandchildren, her great-grandchildren. That she set an example here for them. Let them know, Lord, that you are peace in the time of a storm. You are joy. You are their strength. And when they feel weak, and when they feel that void needs to be filled... Let them know, Lord, you are the only one that can do it. So, Lord, I ask you right now that you have your way. Lord, we know that we can't do this without you. Lord, we know that we need you right now, Lord. So, Lord, I'm asking you that you hold my family, Lord. That you bring us closer together in love, Lord is too short life is too short and all we have is each other so Lord I just actually Lord to wipe away their tears give them strength right now Lord and let them remember the love that their mother showed them and gave them there wasn't a day that went by that she didn't love them So, Lord, give them comfort in knowing that. And give them comfort in knowing that if they choose you as their Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, they too shall see her again. So, Lord, we thank you. We love you. We adore you. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
2: I'm going away to a place to live eternally, a special place prepared just for me. I'm going away, I'm going away. away. I'm going away. No more tears or sorrows over there. We will live free from every Special place prepared for you and me. I'm going.
1: I really love them because they paint a picture of our our dear departed one, Miss Linda Calhoun. But it occurred to me as I was sitting there that she already has a tribute. Five sons, amen, and nobody had to be escorted by the police to get here. They're all here, so amen, she has her tribute. So what I want you to do when you come forward, I want you to be kind to the family. Limit your conversation and your tribute to two minutes. So that we can move forward and that we can really paint a picture of her but be thoughtful about uh, this close family, amen? The ones that are coming are Mr. Billy Neal, Cynthia Smith, Devin Johnson, and Yvonne Williams. And if you will come to my right, your left, there will be a mic for you and the ushers will assist you. So if you will come, beginning with Mr. Neal. (laughs)
5: <laughs> she she, was, she was just like a to me. Oh oh. oh. She was a strong woman. She loved her family, she loved her friends. She was tough, but she had to be. And Lord knows, we talked many times on the phone when she was going through, but she had to hold on. And I kept on asking her, what can I do? She said, don't worry about me, Uncle Billy, It's gonna be all right. And as I said and thought about that thing, she gave me a little bit more strength just to carry on. And I just wanted to tell you about how much I love her. And all my family members. And I hope we can get together uh, in other times where we don't have to come to a final, uh, since of my at the final moments. I love my family and I love Jesus Christ. But one day I hope to see her in heaven.
6: I wanted to thank everyone for coming out and celebrating the life of my sister, Linda Calhoun. My sister was a fighter. My sister was diagnosed in 1991 with an illness that was supposed to, in two years, she was supposed to uh, make it. But the last I checked, it was 2021. So the doctors don't have the last say-so. I'm going to say that again. The doctors don't have the last say-so. She was a fighter. She got up every morning, put on a whole armor of God, and went out and did what she had to do. For her family. Yes, she did. My sister was also a family person. She always wanted to get the family together. Not just for holidays or birthdays, but just because. Yes, she did. I remember growing up, and you guys know we lived in a strict household. Y'all know my mother out of Williams. <laughs> but when my sister got her first car, we was everywhere. We got out of. <laughs> but my sister wanted me to know that there was more to life, she opened up my eyes and my mind than what we was experiencing in that little community in which we live. And that's what she did for me. So I hope that we can get together as family, not just for holidays, or birthdays, but we want to keep her legacy going just to get together just because, in honor of her name, Linda Calhoun. And I want to thank you. And the comfort that I have today is knowing that my sister is out of pain. You will be greatly missed, but my comfort is knowing that you are not in pain anymore. And thank you.
7: never really prepare yourself to like, make these kind of speeches or statements. Um, Mama Calhoun was my second mom, and we just laid the rest my first mom two weeks ago, and now we, we're here again. I never would have wished this amount of anything or anybody. Um, the Calhoun family has been with me this entire time. It's been nothing but love and support just out of this world, and it's been like that since. The doors of the home has been opened up because I stayed with them for a couple of years as well. And I just really appreciate just the love and the consistency and the support that she's shown throughout the years. Um, she always was who she was. Uh, I got that too, you know what I'm saying? Like, look, straight up. Um, funny story, because I didn't know what I was going to say, but I, I had this story. Um, Scotty and I, we moved out, we were about 17, 18 years old. I said, Scotty, when I leave the hood, you going too? You know what I'm saying, I was working at U-Haul. So I snuck, got me a U-Haul that night, we ain't pay for it, I ain't tell nobody, it's the first time I'm letting y'all know this. You know what I'm saying? And got to the house and bagged the U-Haul up and busted up the gutters. (laughs) So it's funny because right now I do home repairs, so I could actually repair that now. And it was a scary feeling because I didn't know how to do it then, but she never let it down. You know, You all gonna fix my gutters? You know what I'm saying? But just the trueness and the love, um, and just the acceptance, it's just, it's just gone just beyond measure. And the love is just it's always been there and we gotta really appreciate one another. We don't really we don't really cultivate relationships anymore. You know, everything is just I guess disposable. And people aren't disposable. The time and energy that we have, we can't get this back. You know what I'm saying? So if you got a chance to be able to tell somebody, hey, look, I love you, or, you know, hey, look, this is how I feel about you, I might, whatever the case may be, now is the time. Now is the time. So I'm going to respect the time, the two minutes. So thank you all, and have a blessed one.
8: My wife was supposed to come here and speak, but you know, I got pushed out here. Right. But um, I just want to let everybody know, thank y'all for coming. And I appreciate y'all for showing that for my mom and everything. And y'all guys know I love y'all. Change the white sky. And I love everybody for coming. And my mom was a great woman, teacher, provider. Also, my dad's here, not taking mom's shadow, but he was too as well. And you know, we all had great dads out there. Just past as well, you know, and he, all, all, they all were great providers and showed us right and wrong and do's and don'ts and the good, the bad, the ugly, and, you know, we're going to survive because we have those teachings, we have those gifts, you know what I'm saying, and they're in, in us. and one thing about it, you know, we're going to be here together forever. I have y'all back, James, Dwight, Scott, forever, and no matter what, good, bad, ugly. no matter what, because that's what mom wants us to do, rather the storm, rather the storm, you know, she wants us to you know, stay tall, stay strong, and stay united, and that's what we're going to have to do, no more bickering, no more turmoil, all love, love, it's the foundation of everything, you know, love, we have to love one another. A lot of times we, we walk around with a lot of hateful, vengeance and hate in our heart, but never take time to love one another. You know, no, you know, no disrespect. I've been exiled, you know, for a little while for mom, but I've learned to love when I was gone. I've loved to, love to heal. I've learned to, it is what, you know old saying it is what it is, and you have to take a self reflection of yourself, and to rebuild yourself and say well, your wrongs and repair your wrongs to yourself to be able to come back and repair wrongs to everybody else. You know what I'm saying? If you don't fix yourself, you can't fix nobody else. So I want y'all guys to know I love y'all and I'm going to keep trying working on myself to make sure I help work on y'all's selves. All right? And uh, God bless y'all and thank y'all for coming.
1: our hands together for those beautiful tributes amen oh we thank you for that we thank you for that and on behalf of this family I want to say thank you to everyone that is present for everything that you've done to for this family every kindness every flower every call every concern they are so very very appreciative they will let you know how appreciative they are in a more substantial way Uh, later on but can we agree that we're gonna keep our hands on this family can we agree that we're gonna stay close to them that we're gonna lift them up amen can we just agree that we're going to do that don't worry about a thing I told one young man don't let this be the last day you come to st. Paul Baptist Church we can help you we will wrap our arms around you so family thank you for allowing us to be a part of your celebration and thank you all for coming The family will thank you in another way uh, later on, but thank you for being here to support this family. They are very, very appreciative. Now, after the next selection, the next voice that you will hear will be Reverend Dr. Robert C. Scott, the eulogist.
2: What do you do when you've done all you can and seems like it's never enough? And what do you say when your friends turn away? You're all alone, all alone. left to do. You just stand, watch the Lord see you through. Yes, after you've done do you do when you do done all you can then? seems like you can't make it through? Child, you just stand when there's nothing left to do, you just stand. Yes have to After you've done all you can, oh, after you've done all you can, oh, after you've done all you can, you just stand.
0: Come on, can you help me to celebrate and give God praise for the life of Sister Linda W. Calhoun. I want to, before um, I get started, I just want to say to these sons, um, it's nothing like the love of a mother. it's about as close as you're going to get to the love of God in human form. Uh, The love of a mother. And I felt your ache when you closed the casket and grieved as far as her physical remains are concerned. So I want to say to you all that God will give you comfort to Bernard and Dwight, who I had the opportunity to talk to at length, James, and Scott and Patrick. uh, You're not alone. To her sister that gave wonderful tribute, you're not alone. To the uncle that said she was more like a sister than a niece, you're not alone. This is so tough. Because the Bible says if we see three score year in 10, we're blessed. She didn't quite make it to 70. And this is tough. I, I want to, before I share my scripture, just want to thank this wonderful couple, um, Elder Wesley and Nidra Hendricks, for doing such a wonderful job of blessing us with song. Thank you so much for your gift. Um, and then we kind of pushed Sister Hendricks into service for reading the scripture. Um, Sister Bellamy gave a powerful prayer. And, and your tributes were just wonderful. But the son gave the sermon. He told y'all what you need to do. And he said it unashamedly and unabashedly. Unfortunately, the only time that some families get together is at times like these. And, And this should be not the norm, but the exception. So family, I wanna encourage you to lift up Linda's Love for you and her legacy. Her health did not allow for her to come to church as she probably had when she was feeling better. But here at St. Paul Church, when you get put on the sick and shut-in list, we try to do all we can to give support, even unto death. And so, um, I want to, if I could, lift up just a verse of scripture, and I won't be long. Um, lift up a verse of scripture from the last chapter of the Bible, Revelation, chapter 22, verse 2. Um and it reads like this. In the middle of its street and on either side of the river was the tree of life, which bore 12 fruits, each tree yielding its fruit every month. The leaves of the tree were for the healing Of the nations I want to talk about as the spirit gives me permission to share at this moment I want to talk about a healing for Linda a healing for Linda let us bow our heads in prayer God we come to you right now and we thank you for what you're getting ready to do as far as this moment is concerned to share with this family what you desire for them to know Continue to, oh God, lift up her sons, her sister, the rest of the family and friends that have come from near and far to share in this moment. Encourage their hearts, oh God, with this word, and we'll bless your name for that. In the name of Jesus, we pray this prayer. Amen. Linda's healing. Revelation 22:22. There are a whole lot of folks that do not like to read the book of Revelation. Part of the reason they don't like to read the book of Revelation is because its image and its language tends to be somewhat difficult to interpretate, interpret. And unfortunately, many of us in today's culture misappropriate the book of Revelation. And we get it wrong. The book of Revelation is an apocalyptic literature, which basically means to uncover or to reveal. And what the book of Revelation really demonstrates for us is how God, at the end of time, is going to show himself mighty and strong and ultimately show how victorious he is over sin, death, the grave, and Satan himself. And so, as I share with you, as far as Revelation chapter 22, verse 22, I want to let you and this family know that when you know who God is for yourself, you can really shout about what Revelation is all about. Because at this moment, we gather to reflect and to remember the life, the light, the love of your dearly departed Sister Linda Calhoun and she had five boys that she raised. She had a family that she loved, but yet, and I believe Brother Dwight shared this and it was reaffirmed in the tribute, that she was diagnosed with muscular dystrophy back in 1991. For those that don't know what muscular dystrophy is, it is a disease that that leads to the loss of muscle mass because the body cannot produce protein that will reproduce healthy muscles. So so sooner or later, uh, what muscular dystrophy tends to do is make the muscles atrophic, uh, make the muscles not function the way that they should, and it causes distortion as far as the body is concerned, particularly as the body ages. And, And interestingly, I believe that Brother Dwight told me that the doctor, it was reaffirmed, that the doctor said she had maybe two to three years to live. Uh, but she died September the 26th, 2021. And, and, and the last time I did my mathematics, Dwight, that's 30 years. You can't tell me what God cannot do. So, so, so if there's any reason and, 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 and I ain't trying to get no easy shout, Elder, but if there's any reason to give God praise, that 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 that's a note right there, because she didn't have to live that long, but God let her years roll on. Um uh uh and, and but but yet here is here is why we are where we are. Because muscular dystrophy any other disease that we face, any other trial that we go through, it is a result of sin. Uh Not your personal sin, but but a result of sin. And and this sin took place, according to the Bible, in in the Garden of Eden. When, when, When Adam and Eve disobeyed God and thought they knew better than God knew, about how to navigate their human experience. It, it was never God's intention for us to be God. It was always God's intention for us to be the best human beings we could be, to live forever and ever being able to bask in the glory of God in our own humanity. But but when Adam and Eve disobeyed God in the Garden of Eden. It brought on sin, it brought on sickness, and it brought on death. And and the only reason that we're here right now even dealing with this issue of a coffin having to go to a grave site is because of sin. Now, I know we don't like to talk about sin in this culture. I'm keenly aware that we don't want to talk about how we as human beings mess up, fall short. I'm keenly aware that, that we don't like to deal with this type of stuff. I'm keenly aware that there's some folks right now who are probably saying the Bible ain't real, God ain't real. But I'm here to let you know that everything that God has said has come to pass. And and, 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 and that disobedience of Adam and Eve messed all of us up. I, I don't know about anybody else, but, but when I get to heaven, and after I've been praising God for at least 10,000 years, I'm going to find our biblical foreparents Adam and Eve and ask them what in the hell were y'all thinking when y'all disobeyed our God I know this, this This doesn't feel good this, this doesn't feel good we, we ain't supposed to be here but when you make a choice to go against God you reap the consequences we're, we're, we're not this was not God's original intention for us. But I want you to know I'm, I'm so glad that the God I serve, I'm so glad that the God I serve, that the God you have heard about, that the God you know uh, has the capacity to even take death and use it for our good. Family, can you imagine if God had not left our sins unchecked that 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 if God allowed for us to live forever follow me with our dreaded condition of sinfulness it basically means that you would really have hell on earth <laughs> uh, can can you imagine that 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 if god allow for us to continue to degenerate and degenerate and get worse and worse in our sickness and in our disease and in our illness that we would look very decrepit and we would look zombieish, but he allows for death to become an agent of wholeness and healing that allows for us to leave from the narrow constrictions of time and leave from a place of hurt and pain. And when we know him for ourselves, we're able to bask in his glory forever. For, for your mother, pain was a constant companion. Don't don't get it twisted. She 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 raised you all in pain. She she loved you all through sickness. Uh, but yet. We got to deal with this. And, and so. How, how is it. That mama's healed now. Mama is healed. Because in John. We're told about a heavenly city. And in the book of Revelation john saw the tree of life uh in the garden it was the tree of knowledge Uh -uh. and there's a difference between knowledge and wisdom knowledge comes from your everyday experiences knowledge comes from books knowledge comes from conversation but wisdom comes from god And, and 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 so adam and eve did not eat of the tree of life they ate of the tree of knowledge and, and so in eating up the tree of knowledge, it made them think they knew how to better conduct themselves than God told them to be. So now we see in Revelation, there's a tree of life and, and that tree of life had 12 fruits and, and there was a special fruit that came up each month. And, 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 and it was a tree of life that was on both sides of the river. Now, now, now how this tree of life looked? I'm not sure what this tree of life contained. I don't know, but all I know is the Bible says that the leaves were good for the healing of the nation, which basically means that 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 you can walk up to that tree and pluck from that tree and just wipe it all over the glorified body that God has given you and bask in your healing. Um. Uh. Uh. I'm trying not to shout. I'm I'm from Mississippi, and and every now and then my hoop might come out but, but i'm trying to keep it tame because i know I'm, I'm at a funeral right now but but these trees were good for the healing of the nations and and and, and, and biblical scholars think that this is during the millennial times where there will be sickness and, and healing but you could walk up to that tree and put from that tree and get the healing that you need even now i i, I want to dare say that when you die in jesus christ though You ain't got to worry about sickness anymore. You don't have to worry about disease anymore. You don't have to worry about dreadfulness anymore. But y'all, while I thank God for the tree that is in the book of Revelation. And while I have talked to you all about a tree that was in the book of Genesis, the tree of knowledge. There's another tree I got to tell you about. Because if you don't understand that other tree, you certainly won't see the tree in the book of Revelation. There's another tree uh, where a lamb was slain. There's another tree where our Savior was hung. And, And on that tree, we call it the cross. On that tree, we call it Calvary, where your Lord and my Savior died and gave up the ghost he took our place on that tree uh i'm trying to keep calm but but something is pushing me right now because uh when i look at uh, the tree in the garden of eden that tree got us in trouble but the tree that jesus died on uh, got us out of trouble and the tree in revelation heals us from trouble Uh, the tree in the garden uh, made us think we were bigger than God. The tree of Calvary is the tree where our God gave his life. uh, And the tree in the garden is the tree where God sustains us. Uh, And I don't know about you, but you got to go by the tree called Calvary uh, because it was on a hill. Far away stood an old rugged cross. Can I preach it the way that I feel it? And because Jesus died on a hill called Calvary, not only did he die, but the Bible says that he stayed in the grave all day Saturday night. He stayed in that grave all day Saturday, but early Sunday morning, he got up with all power. Shout of the sermon because he lives, you can face tomorrow. And because God got him up, he was able to conquer sin, death, and the grave. Can I tell you? Why? I shout and I want to give God praise because your mama, our former member is able to see that Jesus uh, face to face. Uh, That Jesus uh, has a glorified body. Uh, That Jesus uh, still have the nail prints in his hands. Uh, That Jesus uh, still has the cut in his side. Uh, That Jesus can go between time and eternity. Uh, That Jesus uh, still bear the scars of our redemption. Uh, And can I tell you uh, why you're able to shout, sons? Uh, You're able to shout, because She now has exchanged that body of MD for a body of glory. She's exchanged corruption for incorruption. She's exchanged mortality for immortality. And can you give God praise?
3: If you want to know where I am going.
1: If you have been asked to be a flower bearer, would you come to my left, your right? My left, your right.
0: If anybody We need some persons to help us with the flowers. Could you come? We need some persons to help us with the flowers. Those who will be pallbearers, will you come to my right? Those who would be pallbearers, we need you to come down to my right. We need for everybody, with the exception of the family, to please stand at this time. Those who would be pallbearers, I'm if you would come down would be pallbearers if you would come down. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? The wicked, even my enemies and my foes, came upon me. They stumbled and they fell, though a host should have against me. My heart shall not fear, though a host should rise against me. in this will I be confident. One thing that I desire that I will seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to in this temple. But in the time of trouble, he shall hide me. In the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me. He shall set my foot upon a rock. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in the green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies you anoint my head with oil my cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Let not your heart be troubled. I am going